Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my Slayer sister, Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we are armed with a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Today we'll be covering a question from our listener inbox. I have experienced two panic attacks at school during my math class. The class is really noisy and I have trouble listening to the teacher and focusing on a subject that I sometimes struggle with. Things get really intense before a test. I've asked to leave the classroom and have tried to breathe deeply when I start feeling maxed out. Is there anything you recommend to help me stay calm and relaxed? Hey Ananga, I thought that was a good question for us to address this week as so many kids in school are faced with so many different pressures and having a panic attack in class is not any fun. No, it's really difficult. I used to suffer a lot myself with anxiety at school, so I'm glad we're talking about this today. One thing that's mentioned in the question is that the person was able to get out of the class and excuse themselves. And I think that's really key with panic attacks and young people. I remember in my daughter's school, teachers were unsympathetic and unwilling to let people leave the classroom, even if they would say that they needed to go to the bathroom or whatever reason they were trying to use because they were uncomfortable to leave, they were requested to stay. I think it's really important that you don't feel contained when you're suffering from anxiety. You, the mind wants to take flight and the body wants to follow. And it's not that we have to run out of the room in a state of panic, but it, I think it makes panic escalate when we feel that we can't leave an area if we need to. So really important that you feel that you can leave. And if that means a parent writing a no, a parent speaking to the teachers, whatever arrangements need to be put in place, just that the child knows if you're feeling rough, and you feel anxiety escalating, then you can go and leave the room and take a sip of water, practice some breathing techniques, whatever you need to do to feel safe and in control again, but not to be put in a contained situation because it definitely makes it worse. When you were in school, was Rescue Remedy available to you? That was the, one of the first things that came up for me when I read this is, oh, to have have the Rescue Remedy spray or to have a few drops in, in your water bottle, maybe on test day or, you know, not, not every day, but to have that available. What, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, really good. Once you've got something that you know helps you, then, then your mind gets on board with that and it settles a bit. The anxiety doesn't push so hard. So yeah, definitely Rescue Remedy if you're allowed a bottle of water in the classroom and put some Rescue Remedy in the water. So every time you take a sip of water, you have that there. When I was at school, I didn't have any of these tools and I suffered horribly. That's why I really wanted to learn them when I got older and learn how to deal with these things. So Rescue Remedy is very helpful. Um, the Calm Point, something you can do, you and I love and use a lot, pressing your thumb of your right hand into the palm of your left hand and just pressing firmly for a minute and taking slow, deep breaths. If you're in a classroom, you can do that on your lap, under the desk. Nobody need know you're doing it. It's very discreet and it calms your heart rate down and calms your whole body down very nicely. So that's a good trick to learn. My daughter shared that with a few of her friends at school. She also had Rescue Remedy. And 
they learnt some basic tapping. One of her friends in particular learnt EFT tapping very nicely and would share that with friends when they were disturbed. And I think they really helped empower each other with that once somebody knew something that helped and they had empathy among themselves. So another great thing to learn is EFT tapping. And again, you can do it discreetly. Nobody needs to know you're doing it. You don't have to tap on the points on your on your face and your hands. You can just hold each point and take a deep breath in and and release it. And you can work out a way of doing it where it's really quite secret. Nobody needs to know. So it's, it's always good to have those tools on board. Well, and I'm glad that you brought that forward too, because when you think of EFT tapping, I wouldn't think to just apply a little bit of pressure on those points. And I'm doing that right now and realizing how easy it really would be, no matter where you are, to, to do that and just take your time without anybody being the wiser. The F2 points that you can use on the fingertips are really good for calming the mind. And again, you know, you can put your hand in your lap and nobody need know you're doing it. And you can just hold with the other hand, just press firmly on the on the point, for example, by the base of the thumbnail and take a take a breath in and a long breath out and then the next finger and the next finger moving on like that. I've, I've used that before in uh, test situations or stressful situations and it's very calming. And the more we get familiar with these techniques and the more we use them, the more our confidence in them grows. And that really is the key with panic attacks. The panic escalates when we feel out of control and we feel that there's nothing we can do. And when we start learning that there are things that help, like having permission to leave if you're uncomfortable, not feeling contained, having rescue remedy on hand, using the calm point, practicing the long exhale, it's a really great way to calm down a panic attack is to just breathe in and count to four, hold your breath for two and breathe out for the count of seven. Again, you know, you can do it without people knowing you're doing it and just knowing that there's things you can do that are simple and discreet to calm things down before they escalate really can stop anxiety mounting up until it tips over into panic. Mm. Thank you so much, Ananga. I think we've shared some supportive resources here today and hope that this helps our listener and anybody in school or in situations where they feel that panic coming on. It's not any fun, but yet when you know what to do, you get that sense of empowerment. It's okay. This is, this is going to be okay because I know I can get out. I know I can use the calming point. I know that I can put a few drops of rescue remedy in my bottle or practice the long exhale or whatever it is. There are so many tools and resources and just be gentle with yourself. Yeah, be kind. There's nothing wrong with you. You're in a stressful situation and your body's responding to that situation. It doesn't mean you're weird or you're, you're malfunctioning. It just means you need extra support and you, you deserve extra support. Introducing EFT Tapping with Anxiety Slayers Shan Vanderleek and Ananga Sevier. Learn how to tap away your stress and anxiety with our introduction to EFT Teleclass. You can expect a 50-minute recording of our EFT Teleclass held in April 2013, complete with the following handouts. An introduction to EFT tapping, EFT on a page, which includes a tapping diagram and prompts, and then the tap and breathe cheat sheet for quickly calming anxiety. Visit anxietyslayer.com to claim your copy of the Introduction to EFT Tapping Teleclass.